Welcome into Animan Plus episode 66. My name is Alex Lapiswark. We hope you're having an incredible day, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast. At our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. If you could, leave a like on the video, subscribe to the channel. We'd be a friend, tell a friend. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, two weeks in a row of being back. Uh, I guess that means we can officially say we're back. No, it, it really doesn't because we could take a break here soon. <laughs> uh, joining with me, I do have Zach here in the studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. Can't complain too much. Curious where we're still going with this after two weeks back. I know we're figuring it out, <laughs> figuring it out, man. It's it's very hectic right now. Uh, we're gonna be moving into the new pod room, like maybe in two weeks. <laughs> like it's it's gonna happen soon. Like we are we're on the move, and then hopefully we can get back on track and doing like some anime reviews, manga ratings, and stuff like that. Because once again, that is not on the slate for today. Probably won't be on the slate for next week if I had to take a ballpark guess. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I will, yeah, I will say like at the start of April when we have like Shield Hero and Spy Family kickoff, those I will be tuning into, and I'm sure you will as well. Yeah, pretty much, definitely. yeah. So those are ones that we'll pretty much jump onto immediately. It's just the these shows from this current season they might get shafted, but I'm, we're gonna try not to make sure they get shafted and still chat about them. We are gonna chat about 86 today because 86 did have its official return to the new episode, and that was probably the best episode of 86 yet. I mean, that was a very beautifully animated episode, had all the feels, phenomenal music, lots of uh, good visual representations, a few different things. Great episode, 10 out of 10. I mean, overall, that episode was just very well done and uh, yeah. directed and everything. Yeah. Uh, but for today's episode, since we're still going to be doing topic stuff for now, this topic was actually pitched by Zach, a pretty interesting one, is Webtoon versus manga like the appeals of both what will draw you to one draw you to the other and just overall like pluses and minuses to both which i there is i will say i feel like for this episode i feel like we're gonna like even though like i'm personally more of a manga fan and i'll try i'll try my best to explain why i feel like i'm gonna really hammer home a lot of hard facts on webtoons here today I've been thinking about this all week and I'm just like, and I was just racking up different bullet points, like one after the other of like the pluses for webtoons versus manga. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation. Uh, if you could make sure to sign up to the website for free, sparky3.com. We definitely appreciate that sign up. Stay up to date with everything going on with Sparky3, this show and more. Uh, you can also sign up for five bucks a month for the premium tier, get early access to podcast episodes, including this one, uh, as well as go to the merch store, sparky3shop.com. Uh, pick up your latest merch. We'd appreciate that. Uh, go follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast as well got the other shows game static terrible football show and talking movies and stuff which may have a new episode soon from you boys is that right hopefully hopefully we'll see it'll come out eventually uh i do have some episodes that i want to do but i haven't got around to sitting down to doing it i'm very busy right now <laughs> my weekends like where i would especially record talking about movies and stuff for myself are really busy at the moment uh so hopefully i'll get on to that here soon also a little friendly heads up to the people listening or viewing this on YouTube specifically. If there's no video, just know that it's because it crashed. We're having some crashing issues. Hopefully there's going to be a video for this. Uh, but if it crashes mid-cast, then it is what it is, man. Trademark Sparky 3 Tech Problems. I'm just going to throw up the thumbnail on the screen, and it'll just be audio only this week. It is what it is. I'm not really worried about it. But if you're listening to this on the, one of the many audio platforms, that information is irrelevant to you. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into to some general kind of conversation points here. Um, 86, though. 86, though. Phenomenal episode. I mean, before we go into this, I do want to state one thing. So you remember that series I mentioned last week, the Dungeon Meshi? Yes. Meshi? So as of five days ago, it's been slotted for an anime. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I bet that meant, I don't know. Yeah, I bet you got pretty pumped about seeing I that. I saw that. I was like, oh, this is going to be dumb as hell to watch. <laughs> Did it have a release window? Uh, No, not at the time. No, it just stated, hey. It's happening. We got an anime. <laughs> I bet you saw that and you are like, yes. <laughs> I saw it and went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's getting anime these days, it feels like. I mean, it's nice. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but 86, though, man. That episode, the return uh, of 86, you know, just for, you know, just obviously wrap up, um, you know, if, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't checked out 86, I mean, the, the, the TLDR is, you know, this was a fall show. It missed a couple of weeks because of, uh, you know, production issues. Mm-hmm. It lost its time slot because of that. So the final two episodes are now coming out. There you go. You're caught up. Uh, so yeah, the second last episode for this season. And in my opinion, this was the best episode yet of 86. Uh, and I can't help but to feel like, you know, since they had all this extra time before the episode came out, they added in, like, a bunch of extra flares to it, you know? Oh, they most definitely did. Yeah, because, like, I was explaining it to Jared the other day when I was hanging out with him. And, like, bro, like, the entire sequence of where, like, Shin was almost, like, you know, thought he was dying and he was seeing all these different visions and flashbacks. And it's just like, you keep having like the black silhouette, like paint drops and stuff on the screen, bro. That was such like top tier, top tier. I mean, not even that during the whole thing of him sort of going into his mind, just all the framing differences used for each thing of narrowing it, increasing it when actually it had all the people that were still alive coming up on the land and had him slightly ahead of the foreground Mm -hmm. where he wasn't fully a part of it. All of it was just done fantastically to add to the whole scene as a whole and just Shin's mental state. Right. And then when he comes to, uh, you know, the queen is back. The the bloodstained queen, Lena, is is finally back for the first time since, like, what, episode one of this second season? Yeah. Yeah. It, which, you know, coming into this season, you know, I knew that's what it was going to be. Is like, it was literally, like, the last chapter of this light novel is when she finally comes into play. And we almost had that moment that, like, all 86 fans, you know, wanted when they were either reading the light novel or if you're watching the anime right now, you that moment of where Shin and Lena were going to finally meet just get interrupted by, you know, you know Shin, you know, heard some more Legion coming and kind of interrupted that moment, though. Uh, and I will say, uh, you know, ver- light novel versus anime, uh, it was a little bit different, I will say. like it, The episode was still fantastic, but if I remember correctly in the light novel, Shin was a lot more emotional in this entire sequence than he than he was in the in the anime. Like, like, you know, in terms of, like, you know, really busting out some tears and crying, which obviously he yeah. did in the anime, but, like, like uh, when it came to, you know, him not meeting Lena, like, you know, the way they had it in the anime where it's just like, you know, she finally caught up to us, whatever. I don't want her to, like, uh, see us, see me in this state when she just catches up, whatever. That is more or less how it was in the light novel as well. But mm-hmm. in the light novel, it was more so because he was, like, just, like, an emotional wreck. Yeah. And he didn't want, he didn't want her to see, uh, see him. Uh, because you know Frederica was uh, was you know kind of like uh, picking fun at him in the light novel. It's just like oh you didn't want to, you know uh, you know you didn't want her to see you as a as a bubbling mess. And he's just like yeah I don't want her to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little bit different in that regard. But I feel like the way they did it in the anime is a little bit more fitting to his character. Yes. While while his personality is starting to come more out and his emotions are starting to come more out, I feel like for how his character is and just like the like the large walls that Shin has created around him emotionally, I feel like the little bit of emotion that you see in the anime is a lot better than what I read in the light novel, in my opinion. Because yeah. it's just more fitting for his character. 
Uh, I also enjoyed, uh, you know, the little end tidbit where he reunites with the squad and they're all just like, oh, so you saw her, what she looked like? And she's like, I didn't see. You know, just completely lying and just throwing them off. What I appreciated was when he walks in to give the report and she just plays the audio recording. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's just sort of staring at him and he's just like, what the fuck? It's like, oh, come on, guys, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, but no, dude, this episode was awesome. Like everything about it was great. Uh, you know, I can't wait for the next episode. Even, uh, I can't wait for the next episode this weekend, but at the same time, I'm going to be really depressed because then it's like, right, well, now it's another waiting period for whenever the next piece is going to come out, whenever that's going to be, since there's no, you know, may- maybe at the end of this episode, we'll get the confirmed season three. Just like we got the last season. Cause the last season was kind of unexpected. Yeah. You know, just kind of popped up at the end. Like, Hey, it's happening. So maybe, maybe. the same thing. Yeah. But the question is, when is it happening? Would it be like this fall or would it be next year? I don't know. We'll see. Um, either way, uh, very good episode. Very much enjoyed that watch. Just being, The music, phenomenal as well. Great music choices. Oh, it was done very well. The sound, even though yeah, yeah. when he came out of the whole dream sequence and it was just dead quiet. I know. For like four minutes. Yeah, him trying to reach. Um, this is His brother's name, Ray, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, he was trying to reach the, the plate of his thing, mm-hmm. whatever, and he couldn't because of, of the seatbelt. And so he like, just dead silence, you know, just – that eerie sort of feeling. It was awesome. Awesome. Man, 86 has just, like, gotten so much love in terms of how well they take care of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. We talked, we've talked about this at length before. It's A1, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, they they, t- they have taken care of this property, like, immensely. And A- I w- A1 always does a really good job. Yeah. Like, even with, because uh, A1 was also... Did a talk op with they kept switching off with Madhouse. Oh, I know. <laughs> it was noticeable, it dude. It was very noticeable. <laughs> A1 usually had um, the more dialogue centric episodes, which were always animated real well. And then Combat, they just gave that to Madhouse. All so. right, Madhouse, have fun. <laughs> and Madhouse just took it and was like, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'll be very, I'll be waiting anxiously uh, for the next season of 86 because. Uh, you know, everything after this, man, it's it's going to be really unleashed in terms of, like, how the series is going to progress. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, the relationship between Shin and Lena, like, starting to kind of develop and just, like, you know, the, their friendship, getting to meet. And also, like, there, there's, like, little moments. And it's the same thing for this season. There was little moments in this light novel that I was really excited to see. Like, the episode, I think it was, like, literally episode two, where they were just, like, trying to live a normal life. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed that chapter with Light Novel, and I was really excited to watch. And the same thing with, like, the the next season. Uh, like, there's just little stupid things that I'm really excited to see. Like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say this because it's not like a, it's not a spo- story spoiler. It's literally just like a fun little thing, right? Uh, whenever Lena's kind of, like, meeting the whole squad and, like, meeting the team that she's going to kind of be over, Shin's taking her in, whatever, they come into the base, and they're walking beside each other, and then Shin just like, you know, his hands are behind his back, just walking, whatever it is. And then he just like, whoop, and just steps over to the side. And Lena's really confused. And she just gets like water dumped on her. And Shin's just like, sorry, they wanted to prank you as like, you know, hey, welcome to the team. I had nothing to do with this. And, you know, it's just a fun little thing, whatever. And she, she didn't mind it, whatever. But it's just like those little moments of like where Shin is kind of like, opening up a little bit, you know, like partaking in this prank. And this is uh, it's little things like that that I'm really excited for for the next season. Pretty dope. Um, any manga stuff we want to chat about? Any chapters that stuck out to you this week? Uh, there is, but I do want to hit one anime thing. What's um, so got up on my meme. And just to do a quick rundown of things. 
Pop can only get a power up in a state of crisis, and it required someone to die for him to power up. Lovely. And the whole low-key thing I was saying throughout the entire series was low-key saying Pop was the best mage, strongest mage ever was true. <laughs> literally, it literally comes out in that moment. It's just like, oh, yeah, I can use healing, too, which mages aren't supposed to use, but I can use healing, too. Pop was low-key strongest mage in the series. Um, Ma'am finally comes to realize she might have feelings for Pop. And then during a desperate situation where she's <laughs> in a desperate situation where she has to choose to fight or not, she has an afternoon image of thinking of all her friends and she's seeing everyone. And for some reason, Hunkle's the only one shirtless. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it happened. I was like, "All right." Um, and getting ready to go fight the big bad, Hadlar shows up again when he should be dead for like the fifth time in the series. So he pulls a mocker off constantly. Constantly. Okay. Because I, I fucking hate that shit about fairy tale. Yeah. He came back again and he decides to fight Dai and his friends and sends his royal knights to fight everyone. And him and Dai, instead of Dai going, no, we can't do this. He's like, I got to be a man. I got to accept this challenge. We're going to have Fight Club for three episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a quick rundown. Is it, is it still setting up where it's probably going to end in the near future? It's like, still setting up that it's probably going to end. So, here. like, this year, 2022. Yes. I've, I'm so happy for you. And the only thing <laughs> is, I didn't realize we have been talking about this for over a year. Yeah. Because I went through a do, uh, our backlog, and the first time we talked about it was in October of 2020. I'm sorry. It was episode one. <laughs> Zach has been through it, man. And it's all my fault because I didn't take it off the script, and he just kept watching it. You've been through it, man. You, you're you're a trooper. You're stronger than I was. That's for damn sure. You know, you just good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I mean, and the only reason I came to find that out is because I was going through the catalog and went, "Oh yeah, there's this episode where Hunkle just catches man." I was like, I went looking through. I was like, "How the fuck did I describe this scene again?" And was looking back and went, "How far back does this go?" And I went back through all our scripts to find the episodes, and I just saw episode one on Animan Plus Three. I went, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> Animan Plus Episode 3, Dragon Quest Episode 1. What a journey it's been. <laughs> that fucking show has, has taken the span of Animan Plus. I mean, it has progressed through all of the new, of the rebrand. <laughs> we, we rebranded, I got brought on, and then Dragon Quest joined too. <laughs> you know, just because of that, here in the near future, I'm going to get some sort of Dragon Quest related merch in our store. Or it's you know, obviously not anything like hard Dragon Quest that's copyright, of course. But just some sort of reference, you know, just to, you know, pay respects to the one show that's literally been here since the beginning of Animan Plus. What a journey. Ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> what a damn journey. Uh, but yeah, any manga stuff you want to shout out? Uh, uh, Eden Zero has been pretty solid recently. Yes. And Tokyo Avengers. Yes. Been pretty solid recently. Uh, Blue Box. Blue Box was really good, too. It was big, big moment there. Yeah, big drop. Big moment. Big drop on the this week's chapter. Just yeah, damn. I know, very huge moment. Um, Yozakor family, very good right now. Uh, very, very good. Uh, my hero, pretty solid, pretty solid. 
One Piece is going to be at like it's massive. Like this, like I feel like uh, I think that I think the chapters actually come out tomorrow. FYI, okay. I, I read a couple chapters earlier on lunch, and I noticed that that I was going to like upload in X amount of hours. So that's cool. Uh, when the new One Piece chapter drops tomorrow, that's going to be a pretty big deal. I think like One Piece is hitting on all cylinders right now. We're about to have a pretty big moment because it's going to be like it's like one of those huge power up moments, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also like the end of last chapter made a reference to uh a character that has been constantly referenced throughout one piece but has never been revealed if you know who i'm thinking of just by describing it that way i have a vague idea who you're talking about yeah it's just like a historic character yeah yeah that constantly gets referenced and talked about but no one you know but you've never seen him and it's just little tidbits of oh he's been here and he's been here yeah yeah that character was mentioned where it's like oh he's coming uh, so whew, shit's about to pop off in, in one piece, but shit's also getting pretty good in, uh, my hero right now though. It is. Uh, I do like where we're at right now with my hero. Black Clover's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, Mashal's okay. Mashal, like, dude, he's going to rock Lee, like eight Yates mode right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sakamoto had their fan service chapter last week. And then this week we now, everyone wants a Sakamoto keychain. I didn't read this week's chapter. So just a quick rundown. They just start the third ex- part of this ex- exam to get into high, the assassin in- institution or whatever, mm-hmm. and they introduce three people who got a quick pass to the f- third exam because they've been recommended by actual assassins, and one of them's a, got a backpack with a Sakamoto keychain on it. That's great. <laughs> and she kills somebody because they dis her disses her keychain, so she's hard <laughs> fan girl, girl Sakamoto. Well, who wouldn't be? And it's a and it's a keychain of Skinny Moto too. Oh, uh, okay. So Sakamoto's a, it's like, I don't think I need want to get near. Her. Yeah, she seems dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Sakamoto is uh is that's a top tier series. It is. Yeah, if you have not started, if you have not read Sakamoto Days, go ahead and jump on it now. Go ahead and jump on. Go ahead and jump in the wagon before it becomes a bandwagon, all right? Because once this gets picking up more and there's an anime com- you know, confirmation for it, that's when people are going to be hopping on the bandwagon. Just go ahead and get in the vehicle now, like Zach has been since literally chapter one. Shout out to Zach for... Yeah, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have even read that series. That series Because like, I just saw I, I just saw like the picture of it, right? And I'm yeah. like, eh, whatever, moving on. Um Actually, you know what? That reminds me. Have you read the other two new series that just started? Because I haven't. Uh, I've read Kaminashi, which is actually very good. Which and one is that one? Is that the comedy-esque one? Yes. Or, okay, so you have not read what? Well, not comedy-esque. It's, um, I forget what the, it's a drama-esque one. The other one is Earth Child, which I have not read, but it's apparently a romance. Okay, because Earth Child caught my eye, and I forgot about it till just now. So I need to go in and read that one. And what's the other one called? Uh, I want to say Kaminashi, but I don't think that's right. And what and what is that one like? What sort of genre are we talking again? Uh, it's going to be mostly drama and intrigue, it seems. Okay. Because it's following a girl. I can't remember the career it is, but it's more or less people who go on stage and act out a scene as a solo p- performance. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give them a read. I forgot about them until now. Like I said, I've been very busy recently, so I, j- I completely forgot about them. But yeah, hop on the Sakamoto hype train. Uh, it, it's a good train to be on. It's going to be great when the anime comes. It's going to be top tier. And that other series is called Akane Banashi. Oh, okay, okay. I wonder how um, Protect Me is doing. 
I wonder how that's being received because I feel like that one's going to get potentially axed pretty quickly. I can only hope. <laughs> but don't worry, me and Robico hit chapter 80. Oh, dude, Robico's going strong. <laughs> 20 weeks and it hits chapter 100. <laughs> I know, dude, it's going strong. Uh, I Hush Month's going strong as well. You know, the first volume didn't sell too bad. So that's that's good to, that's good to see because I Hush Month is really good. And it's going to be one of those series that I feel like it's going to get better with Tom. You know what I mean? Can only hope. Yeah. Uh, with that, let's hop over to our topic for the week. Uh, this was pitched by Zach. Uh, essentially, it's webtoon versus manga is the, is the is the base synopsis. Do you want to go in a little bit more details? I mean, so just to go into where this idea came from, just for quick, is more or less my thinking of as I've aged, I've slowly leaned more towards webtoons versus manga. So it became a thing of when I go to find something new to read and I see visuals for a manga versus a webtoon, I tend to lead towards a webtoon for whether summary and things like that. So it just came to me of just what's the appeal of one versus the other? Like why go read a manga versus a webtoon? They're part of the same type of media format, but they are of differentness. Right. So they share audience, but there is a split between the two. Yeah, there's always going to be a split between the two in some capacity, even though they are kind of in the same realm. And, you know, over the past few years, uh, webtoons have really started to take off more where we started to see, you know, like what, what we saw in 2020, where three of the biggest pillars in webtoons got mm-hmm. animes, which, you know, animes and webtoons, they don't go hand in hand. You know no. what I mean? They, they don't. But, you know, three of the pillars of Webtoons finally getting an anime, you know, that's a, uh, that's a pretty big deal, and it sets up potential for more, and we've seen that more with, like, you know, Sweet Home getting its uh, live, it was a lot live action, right? Yeah. Yeah, it got its live action on Netflix, which was apparently pretty good. John actually fucking loved that. I mean, the series itself is very good. I mean, uh, yeah, mostly for Webtoons, they're more uh, toned to getting live actions, because, yeah. like, there was, like, Yumi Sales. Mm-hmm. True uh, Beauty. I didn't know that got True a live action, Beauty, but it did. Uh, the Empress Remarried, I believe is what it was called, or Remarried mm. Empress. That got a live action. Because honestly, last year, Webtoons actually got a lot. But in terms of animation, it was just those big three. Most of the other ones that are drama-centric or uh, romance all got live actions. Right, right. And a few got films, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You know, with, with this topic, it's it's very interesting to talk about because... You know, Webtoon offers a lot. and Webtoon offers a lot that people aren't really aware of at first glance if you're only like a manga reader primarily, which even now I'm primarily a manga reader. And Mm -hmm. why am I primarily a manga reader? Honestly, I've been racking my brain on that for the past (laughs) week to give you an answer. Because leading up to this show, like I mentioned at the beginning, I I had all these pluses in mind that I'm going to go over. Uh, and I'm sure Zach has some as well for webtoons. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, for someone that reads a shit ton more manga, I really just sing fucking high prices for webtoons. I mean, and sort of to give a retrospective, so webtoons wasn't really a uh, big thing on the West until the webtoons thing came over back in 2004. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, it was just Korea and sort of Asian yeah, yeah. Uh, cultures. And there was a few that trickled over thanks to scanners and things like that. But right. Bill Big in 2004 is when we first got a chance to really get access to that stuff. And the last couple of years, it's really gotten bigger just because like on the Webtoon site where people can, on the Canvas side, create their own Webtoons with their tools and things like that, which have turned into Webtoon originals now mm-hmm. with time. Yep, yep. 
I think one of the big um, – so to, we'll just go ahead and just talk about Webtoons here to start because I feel like that's where a lot of the pluses are going to come into play uh, because mangas have their pluses, yeah. okay, for sure. Because, like, let's go ahead and just, like, quickly hit one plus for a manga. You know, if you have a manga as part of, like, a main magazine or even a sub-magazine of a main branched magazine, like, yo, that's setting you up for some pretty solid success. As long as it's, like, received well, yes. of course. You're setting up for some solid success where it's, like, boom, anime, boom, maybe a movie, boom, maybe, a, like, you're like, you're opening doors. Merchandise. Merchandise. The plays. Fucking, they're, they, they do a shit ton of plays over in Japan. Like, that's their thing, right? Like, you, like, you know, doing a manga, you're in the big leagues, all right? Like, it's got that professional feel to it. And that has always been one of my uh, attractions to it because at the end of the day, like a majority of webtoons, I'm not, I'm not, okay, no, that's rude to say, not a majority, but there are a decent amount of webtoons while they are still very good. You can tell that they are, at the end of the day, I don't mean this in a mean way. I mean this as a correct term of a way in amateur level, Okay. Because that's what it is. Like you are getting into the art industry, right? Like that, you know, you are creating your, you are your own business. That is what you are. So like, yeah, you're a professional because you're getting paid for it. But yeah. like, like you are not employed by another company. Like you are growing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one appeal that I've always had to manga is like, because the, my my whole stick on that is the writing. Like, yeah. the, like the actual dialogue. The dialogue Tend, I lean more towards manga sort of dialogue and, you know, going back and forth and communication more so than webtoons. Because there are times where it's like the webtoons, there are a lot that are written very well and they're very funny and very engaging. And then there are some that are just good, but cringy. Yes. You know, that's just being upfront. Like they're good, but they have a, like, ugh, like a cringe factor to it because in the day you can, you, you can tell, you know what I mean? But when it comes to webtoons for me, one of the biggest appeals to it is the fact that it is amateurs is the fact that it is people getting into this industry in their own terms. Correct. Right. That is one of the biggest appeals is because you are supporting those creators because like one awesome appeal to me when it comes to webtoon versus manga, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on this is webtoons or you do tappy tune or whatever, just web comics, right? Yeah. The proper term for it you actually have a chance and a, you have the opportunity for your series to grow, unlike a manga. If you have a slow start of a manga, most of the time that shit's not going to cut it. And that's sort of a big thing. Like with mangas, as you were saying, is if you actually get a successful serialized manga series, that is sort of a hopefully secure workspace for at least a year or so, depending on how long your series goes. But there is that thing of sales periods, uh, popularity, reader feedback, things like that, that go in these magazines and stuff that can kill your series. And we've, since starting this show, have seen that a lot. Because a lot of series if may not survive 15 to 20 chapters. Yep. Just because they are part of this big magazine and car company, and just like they need to see some sort of positive feedback to warrant allowing keeping this person hired on with whatever resources they've uh, sent it to them and things like that, editors, uh, publications, time, space, and everything, that's all that stuff to continue running it. Right. Versus Webtoon, which is mostly just all online for the most part. I think there's a couple physical publications. Um, there are certain series yeah. that they'll get, you know, and it's usually the big ones. Yes. Like I know Laura Olympus, like that creator, like she has, um, um, 
physical copies. Mm-hmm. Same thing with some of the other romances that I read. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think Lore of Olympus is actually getting a live action, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. And things like that. That's a big one. Where they can continue going until they want to finally stop because Webtoon just gives them a platform to allow them to put, them, put their stuff up and yep. other things like that. And just, if they can make the content and put it out, continue on. And maybe in a couple of years, people will find it and eventually spread it. So it's more or less on the uh, creator themselves to keep making the content versus um, company or something pushing them to get content made it and possibly cutting it because it is not receiving any type of feedback or positive feedback or big rise or anything like that yeah and you know what you were talking about how we've seen a lot of that you know it's true like hardcore like since we've been doing this show and we have very heavily like done a lot of like weekly shonen jump stuff primarily because it's just an easy easy access you know they have the app for it easy access compared to weekly shonen magazine i need to get shit together man we're in 2022 man what are you doing get a fucking app get a subscription you'll make money i promise uh (laughs) look at jump um but uh you know we've seen so many series where it's just like they get acts quick 15 14 chapters maybe 20 and i'll go ahead and say it you know at least i'll hammer this in my opinion i may be the very much in the minority here if it was for who the creator is, a loose samurai would have been axed. I'm gonna go ahead and say it up front. Like the first beginning of that series, it, because of how slow it was, it didn't. You know, there was interesting aspects about it, but that series, did, for me personally, I don't. It, I don't feel like it really pulls you in until it gets to like chapter 20 in, in the tens. Like that is an example of one where it's a slower start, and majority of the time, I'm not gonna say all the time. There are exceptions, a loose samurai being one. Those slower starts don't last they get cut usually not yeah yeah and that that is where webtoon can excel because here's an example of a series that has a (laughs) dreadfully slow start but it's one of the biggest ones in the world no Mm dreadfully slow start i'm just like i'm just gonna be real i mean and you can see it with the (laughs) anime that came out last year yeah with how they handled it yeah which was that was that was our that was one of our big talking points whenever you came on i think yeah uh because uh the the big the big thing about no when it when it was set to get an anime like one of my concerns was how slow that start was and it may be kind of tough to pull people into the anime because it's going to be one of those things like oh just wait till season two but then season one's going to be slow so what they did for that anime for anyone who's unaware many years ago i think it was 2016 there was an ova called noblesse awakening and it was like a 35 minute i think ova basically detailing the like the first x amount of chapters of noblesse the slow stuff yeah the main the real first arc of the series yes they did like a short film for it yes and just left it there as a this animated webtoon yeah and then the anime came out five years later when we had an official webtoon with Crunchyroll's originals and things like that. Yep. They went, well, we've already done that. Yep. So we're going to continue on. Yeah. They, they made that OVA canon. <laughs> and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a great idea because, again, how slow the beginning of that mm-hmm. was. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you probably should have publicized that a little bit more. <laughs> you know, put it out there like, hey, go watch this. Yeah. A lot of people that weren't going to know that. But, uh, you know, like I feel like No Bleach is a phenomenal example of, a, of an incredible series. But it just takes time getting it going. You know, once it gets fleshed out, bro, oh, it gets going. But that that's that's one of the big appeals for Webtoons is that it has that opportunity to grow and to develop because there's like for me personally 
I'm not going to sit here and say that every webtoon that I've tuned into, like it, like it grabbed me immediately. Like there's probably been a couple where it's like, it took me about maybe five to 10 chapters where it's like, okay, yeah, this is pretty dope. You know, it takes that slow build. There's been those few where it just grabs you. Cause that's the big thing about manga. When a manga is released, like, you know, but with the exception of protect me, Sugamaru, that only had like a 30, 30 something page release, which I thought that was very, very weird. Normally it's like a 60 to 80 page oh, chapter yeah. one. And the purpose is to grab you to the series. Webtoon doesn't have those. Sometimes they do. Yeah. But it's just because at the end of the day, like, Hey, they have the opportunity to keep growing and keep getting better. Um, now the other thing as well, when it comes to Webtoon that I think is in my opinion, probably the biggest draw to webtoon um and this even goes over the fact that oh it's nice and pretty and colored because that obviously that's a draw for people yeah. i mean naturally but i in my opinion i think the biggest draw to webtoon is like they're really free to do what they want in terms of story because webtoon tackles a lot of subjects that mangas will never even really touch they'll they'll allude around it yeah and that's one of the big things about webtoon that i love I mean, in a sort of another thing I like about um, webtoon and whatnot is just the where manga has a lot of series that will take Japanese light novels and turn those into manga. Webtoon, on the other hand, has just web novels, which is another medium where people just wa- write books, chapters of books for years on end. Which, like, there's some web novels that have like over two thousand chapters. It's ridiculous, and people, the authors of that, will get with a uh, artists of some sort and create image to their novels and now we have tons of content. So people who start reading the webtoon version of it will see and it's like, what happens next? Well, there's a web novel if you can do without the pictures where you can read years worth of content. <laughs> yep, yep. But Solo Leveling started off as a web novel. Yeah, a lot of webtoons, yep. a lot of popular webtoons were originally web novels like Omniscient Reader, uh, there's one called Tales of Demons and Gods. Mm. Of course, solo leveling. Um, one that I just blinked on. Uh, Taming Master is another web tune out there that was a web novel at one point. So right. So a lot of there's a lot of content out there if you're willing to look. <laughs> yeah, and and with webtoons as well, like there's such a there's such a wide wide library of stuff in all different genres. Uh, that you know you can really dive into and in you know diving into all the different genres what's so cool about it is again the fact that they're able to tackle so many different topics that mangas really don't or they allude around because like pretty much in like let's say you know and really the two the two goats okay weekly shonen jump weekly shonen magazine mm-hmm. the, the big dogs all right you know they they both push to have like some sort of romance aspects you know i'm gonna hammer this a little bit because i read a lot of romance webtoons uh you know they, they they have their romance series right like let's say in jump it's gonna be blue box is gonna really be the front runner for mm-hmm. it that that's their trademarked you know hey we got a romance we're good to go and then they have series that have like romance aspects to it whatever yo for people that read like the romance mangas in these big tier magazines or even some other like romance mangas like let's say comey can't communicate which is now taken off with steam thanks to 
anime or uh, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, mm-hmm. is taken off because anime, which that one also started as like a, like, oh, I think it was like some sort of like fan manga. When I that, wouldn't be surprised. I think that was its origins because I've seen the pictures, like the OG, like, like, the, like the artist doing it thing before it got actual serialization. Like it was kind of like a one punch man situation. You know about that okay, one. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that. That's what, that's what Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro was. Same, same origins, right? Yeah, like while while there's while there's a lot of different aspects about those, you know, in terms of the romance, yo, know, I'm gonna say it up front, they don't have shit on webtoons. Like webtoons really dive into a lot of different topics with the whether if it is romance related or not that mangas will never touch on. And that's one thing that's super cool about webtoons, because like series that I read, like one one of my favorite ones, um, because of how many different things it actually tackles in one single webtoon is Let's Play. Let's Play has a lot of different things all within one series that is so fascinating to watch and get developed between different characters, whether if it be like, you know, Marshall and his two different personalities and having struggles turning on that other personality to be this content creator, plus all the depression and the weight that comes with it. Uh, You know, Charles and his like just complete and utter like frosted over heart and walls that he's created that's slowly getting broken down, Um, you know, you know ptsd with certain characters gets explored all those different sort of topics like webtoons don't allude around that stuff they don't kind of dance around it and kind of like oh it's kind of a thing no they hammer that shit home really hard and it's the same thing with like true beauty as well true beauty is filled with that sort of shit Mm -hmm. you know just like the different sort of like you know um like mental struggles that the main character faces um because of the bullying in the past and everything and her just trying to make it through the world today etc uh unordinary has a lot of that as well unordinary has quite a bit of that you know with with john paranoia yes issues things like that yeah and that's all stuff that like like while for you know like let's play and true beauty while the romance aspect seeing the relationship get developed between characters that's cool that's one of the selling points i feel like a bigger selling point is these topics because it's like with an ordinary like cool concept dope powers you know cool fights badass fights but all like the way they handle different topics and the way they tackle it that is that is one of the appeals to to those sort of series i'm sort of in agreement with him one of the things that sort of brings the appeal of uh, as i've said as i've got an older webtoon is like manga for the most part which there is some other more uh mature magazine i believe out there there which focuses on uh similar topics like that but like our main manga like shonen jump uh, what everyone knows. Yes. All those are very much targeted towards a uh, teenager to about young adult yep. age. And so they are sort of in that box of this is sort of the age group we're trying to hit with these. So there's very specific topics and things that we're probably not going to touch on and things like that. Mm-hmm. If, besides like the very rare occasions of things like that. Um, whereas Webtoon, they are very much focused towards just honestly any age range because it's a uh, writer's market of more or less being able to find that group that will attach to your series you're creating and allow you to just tell what story you're wanting to do, issues and things like that, just out there and stuff. So it really helps with just allowing for more of those stronger subjects to go out there. And just there's a lot out there. Um because what I can't remember the name of the series. There's one I read that very hard hit on a uh, multiple personality disorder, and just how it was 
more or less ruining a character's life. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, some like another example of like topics and stuff because I, I just popped my head is like uh, like let's say like abuse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that's more stuff that because it's like one of those things that like when it comes to webtoons. I feel like for the most part, there is going to be a few exceptions that are just like more so focused on like the cool action, like God of High School or No Beliefs, for example. You know, like yeah. well, No Beliefs is a lot of storytelling. Like in some of the webtoons that like I read and like you read as well, I'm assuming there are aspects about them that also make them, I feel like honestly more relatable than a lot of mangas. Cause like, you know, this, we, uh, we talked about this, was it literally last episode where it's like, the, you know, being able to relate to stuff? Yeah. yeah so, I feel like that's an important thing, right? You know, when it comes to a series of being able to feel that relation to characters, because it helps you get more attached to characters or attached to the story. I feel like Webtoon does that a lot better than manga because again, it hits more like, you know, more real shit, you know, and it hits it in more of a, it's not really sugar-coated fashion. And yeah. I feel like that makes Webtoons more relatable and more approachable. You know, if you give them the opportunity, because some people just won't give them the opportunity. You know, some people are dead set on manga. That's what they know. That's what they like. You know, it's the big stuff. It's the popular stuff. Josh is a great example. He's a phenomenal example. I've tried to get this dude to read some webtoons that I'm dead set determined he would like, uh, but he just he just won't get into it. And I, you know, it is it's just personal preference, whatever. But there's a lot of aspects to webtoons that just make stuff more relatable for people, at least in my opinion. I mean, I'm in agreement with that just because as we're hammering, there's just so many subjects that you can find a webtoon that you'll probably be able to relate to in some form or fashion, whether it's something you've heard about, something you experience yourself. A lot of the drama series are going to hit on that because in Shonen Jump, a lot of the popular series are going to be mostly action-oriented and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Versus webtoon, on the other hand, most of the popular thing stuffs are drama and romance. Mm-hmm. That, that's the biggest stuff on the mat, on the on the platform. Yeah, and it's on Tabby Tune as well. And just because they are these more um, age old adult oriented as well as uh, harder themes and sometimes darker themes as well that people can relate to and things overall versus manga, where as I said, we're in our box over here with manga. We have an idea of where things are gonna go. With yeah, a few exceptions. With a few, yeah, you're right. Because uh, when it comes to manga, you know, we were we we talked about this in the past when it comes to door on door on whatever. Is that it's just such a bland, yeah, bland, you know, copy paste series. And look, there's there's gonna, there's there's haters out there that's gonna say that about. So many like of these pop like there's so many people that's gonna hate on my hero and especially Black Clover. It's a lot of Black Clover haters in the world where it's just like oh it's just copy and paste of of Naruto and copy paste of this and look okay when it comes to manga there's there's always gonna be these tropes there's always going to be these similarities of their series there's because there's inspirations <laughs> that's yeah. that's the thing there's inspirations and webtoons are going to have the same thing they're going to have these inspirations. Uh, from other series in some capacity because it's you know it's what these creators maybe grew up on whatever but webtoons I feel like have the opportunity to be a lot more original because mm-hmm. like when it comes to the mangas I feel like there's a lot of stuff a lot of tropes and stuff that we see where it's just like 
this is almost just kind of bland, you know, and we talked about that at length when Phantom Seer got axed because while Phantom Seer was selling pretty well enough where it should have survived and we thought it was a pretty decent series, wonderful art, it's just like you have like that dark series, but it's just like what makes that series stand out to be so much better than like another dark series in the magazine like JJK, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that that you know that's a, that's another difference between webtoon and manga is that I feel like there's going to be in terms of manga, you're going to see always see differences. You're always going to have the, these series going to have like their own unique twist to it in some capacity, but there's still going to be so much inspiration where you're going to get vibes of another series. Because I know Josh has picked on me about that with Yozakura Family, who's like. This sounds a little bit like Hitman Reborn. I'm like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't notice these similarities. Let me enjoy you as a core family. I mean, just to save for manga, I mean, manga does have a very diverse variety. It does, yeah. If you're willing to look past shonen stuff, like that series I mentioned earlier that's getting an anime. Dungeon Meshi. It's a fantasy... uh, Gourmet series. It's literally an adventuring party trying to save a girl while eating literally every monster in the dungeon on their way there. Like, maybe Toriko, but Toriko, they actually went and fought the thing. This is just a group of... (laughs) Toriko. This is just a group of bumbling idiots who who are just like, oh, it's a monster. Then they look to their dwarf chef. Can we eat it? (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Do your thing, man. (laughs) I guess I'll cook it up. (laughs) Yeah, and and when it comes to manga, while Zach is 100% correct, there's a very, there's a wide variety of manga you can get into, like, but at the same time, it's like, you know, manga is so overwhelmed with shonen that 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 is, that is the front runner of the entire planet, because of these, these series that's come in the past that helped set up manga to what it is today, like the Yu show, the Dragon Ball, the Saint Seiya, the Sailor Moon. Um, you know, Hajime no Ippo's had its run for its manga for a long time. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. There was another sports one that I'm drawing a blank on. That IQ? Was, yeah, well, yeah, IQ had it. I'm talking like 90s, 80s and stuff. There was another sports. Oh, Slam Dunk? Yeah, Slam Dunk. I mean, there, dude, there's so many series, like, you know, you know that help set us up to where they are, where it's you know, kind of put us in the place that we're at currently. I was about to say, because a lot of series that get published and actually do well enough to stay do get missed by a large uh, majority of people. Because, like, Tokyo Revengers, I don't, I doubt a lot of people would have just kept it under radar if that never got an anime. Oh, 100%. I've never fucking heard of it until it yeah. got the anime. And then, like, some other series out there, um, like Rising of Shield Hero. Yeah, like, true. That's a real good series, and it's a very darker series, too. Yep. Good and, light novel, good manga. And, like, a lot of people knew the light novel, and but, again, it was mostly a light novel. There were some people that knew the manga, but it really got its stride once it got that anime. Yeah. And that's sort of the suffering point of manga and whatnot. It's just a lot of these series will get missed unless you're actually actively looking and seeing what is out there when people get stuck in just the shonen thing. So, um yeah, look elsewhere, people. Don't just focus on Shonen. I mean, we're sort of out of it since we only rate Shonen and Shonen Magazine. But. I would say out of the people <laughs> on this show, me and Josh are the worst about it. Josh being the worst about it. 
I'm a little bit more open to stuff. You're the best out of the three of us, but even still, we're like when it comes to manga, we are very much shown in people. It's 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 my appeal, you know. It is, but you know, my my interest have grown over the years where I'm reading stuff like uh, like Nagatoro and Komi Can't Communicate and stuff like that. Uh, th- those are both very fun mm-hmm. reads. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just giving a chance to go read others and read read some wacky stuff too, man. Like like Rooster Fighter. I never got around to reading that. I still want to though. <laughs> I still want to read Rooster Fighter. Let's go. That ridiculous. Let's series. go Rooster Fighter. <laughs> it looks so stupid. The I reason why it. you haven't heard of this is because it's literally about a rooster that goes and has freaking cockfights. Hell yeah. Against people. Save it fighting like saving the world, right? Like I thought. I think like the first chapter yeah. he was like he was fighting like a kaiju or something. Yeah, it's the real dove like that it's awesome it's awesome and there, there's also like other you know genres that are, are you know pretty solid and worth checking out for manga like sports stuff is actually pretty solid oh yeah um like because i i need to pick it back up i only read like five chapters but i actually was really digging that uh, series second break and okay. I, I still feel like you would like that one i do i feel like you would like second break the the new basketball manga in uh weekly shonen magazine i feel like that i feel like that could be a series up your alley i mean based on what you told me yeah it sounds interesting yeah like second break's pretty solid uh i mean there are there are others as well i'd have to dig back through my catalog i'm gonna be honest but uh you know just give it give it a chance for other stuff for manga because i you know i and i get it man like manga is so again overswept with shonen where like it's tough for manga to break out of that but luckily we are seeing that because like one of the serializations that we read on here uh, ranger rejects yep that is dark as hell <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> for anyone that's tuning in for the first time and have not heard of ranger reject ranger reject is a uh, super sentai you know power rangers uh inspired manga uh in weekly shonen magazine and like at your first instinct oh power rangers oh the good guys saving the world right cool let's go see it follow them it's no. a big scheme no yeah it's all a big scheme dude like the rangers are actually pieces of shit like straight up <laughs> they are not good people it's like and your protagonist is literally a foot soldier of the evil of the evil quote unquote group. He didn't have a name. His name is Foot Soldier D. That's literally our protagonist's name. And his whole goal is to try to break out of this scheme because the whole world thinks that it's legit and like the the invaders come down like once a week after they regain their forces and the Rangers go out there and stop them. It's all just a fucking show. It's all a giant charade. And the foot soldier just wants to fucking kill the Rangers and show the world that they're just a bunch of frauds. And you know, these Rangers are pieces of shit. Straight up. Because it's like like in terms of like what Zach said with the darker aspect to it, I think it was the Red Ranger. I think it was like uh, it might have been the Red. Yeah, it was the Red. Yeah, the Red straight up murdered one of his like one of his assistants, whatever. Because like I think this was right after his uh, his uh, his relic got stolen, so he can't morph at this point. He's wearing just some fucking basic bitch suit that he just happened to have, and he's telling the teams like, "Yeah, my relic got stolen." It's like, how the fuck do you get your relic stolen? You fucking suck, and you're the Red Ranger. How do you let that happen? And another one of his apprentices like, "Well, you know, if you need to, you know, I can step up and do." It. And he's murders him in cold blood like there's blood all over the wall and the red ranger's like yeah and he says to the other she's like don't ever fucking say some shit like that to me again shit's dark shit's dark it's good though i haven't read it in a while i need to catch up on it and then even sort of a series that has dropped off for us a bit is uh i just blanked on the name deranged detective no well that is one deranged detective is good but i need to, I need to keep, catch up on that um boy white-haired boy uh, Weak Hero? No, other... We- manga. Manga. White-haired boy. 
changes into different people. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Shit, what's the name? Um... God. Excuse us, everybody, as we try and dig through freaking bookshelves of mental reading. Currently ongoing. Yes. Right? Oh, God. To your eternity. Yeah. To your eternity. Yeah, well, that we, has dropped off for us. Yeah, which <laughs> is a very different series out there, which is more of a life journey of our character and more of us experiencing the different um, joys and woes of life and things like that of just loss uh, of characters uh suffering tr- people being irrational about things yep. stalkers um and having a responsibility on his shoulders that he doesn't fully comprehend and things like that yeah because like with to your eternity you're literally watching whatever he is the orb you know as it started you're literally watching him grow up mm-hmm. which that's what makes that series so fascinating Although the later half of the where we are in the manga is very, uh, eh, it's not as good as it was at the beginning, in my opinion. I feel like all the before the time skip stuff was pretty solid. After time skip, I'm just like, what the fuck? Where are we going? What's the what's the plan? Anymore? I mean, I sort of get the whole what the whole purpose of the time skip of a skip skip is is just being thrown into a unusual environment versus what you're used to. Yeah, and sort of con. Uh, like when the that. time skip started, like that was super interesting to me. And now yeah. that like, we're so far into it right now, it's just like, what are we doing? You know, where are we going? You know, what's the plan? What's yeah. happening? Uh, but Drain Detective is another one, though, where it's like, you know, not your traditional thing here uh, from what we're, what we're kind of used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very, very strong. Uh, sorry. Strong uh, storytelling. Yes. And very interesting of a detective series because, I mean, most detective series, most people think of like Detective Conan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which is going strong. Yes, for years. <laughs> It'll now. never end. It'll only end when the author unfortunately passes, which will be sad. But even then, their sister may pick it up and continue it. Yeah, never gonna <laughs> end. Um, honestly, the big one's Detective Conan. Yeah, it is. Um, and things like that, where you just have your traditional murder scene, MC figures it out, yada yada yada, versus deranged detective we have whole skits of um large drama and things like that because like one of the big ones that happened was a person was having a puzzle against uh kobanashi and was risky and threatening to blow people up and was blowing people up during the entire set it was a good like five six chapters and I just thought of something as well because I feel very uh, remiss if I did not mention my favorite series of all time. Uh, <laughs> so this goes back to like how manga, uh, for the most part, is really trapped within that shonen genre. Like while there is other things out there and they are good, and we do recommend going and checking them out, manga as a whole is mostly trapped within that shonen you know umbrella. Uh, and one good example is Hitman Reborn, because when that series started, it was only supposed to be a comedy. That was the, that was the series' original origins. It was a crappy comedy. And they had to transition, and she transitioned it into a shonen because just like everyone loved how Suno would just transform and just beat the shit out of people. <laughs> it was such a it was such an interesting series. Like uh, like you 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 read the beginning right, or you watch the beginning of the anime. Which it just seems so off track compared to what the, where the story goes. 
It does. It, it's like it's night and fucking day. It really is. Like once, uh, you know, once we you get to the first actual like serious arc, and you know, as soon as it gets like hyper dying will mode gets introduced, and then you get to the Battle of the Rings arc where shit really takes off. Like it's night and day compared to where the series started because like the whole point of it was supposed to be a slice of life, a comedy. That's all it was supposed to be, uh, and then everyone fell in love with the the you know, Asuna beating people up and here we are. We have one of the better shonen series over in Japan in history. You know, I'm really surprised she kept well with that as long as she did, considering she didn't seem like she was all for it. Yeah, I mean it's like sixty something chapters yeah. of the slide of the daily life arc before you get to uh the Murkrow arc. I mean it's like it it it's like a it takes a hot minute, bro. Yeah. Uh which man I gotta say, if an anime does come back out for Hitman Reborn. Don't, don't, don't do that to me. Don't shake your head. Okay. It's gaining steam right now. I'm going to be insufferable. I'm just going to go ahead and warn you. I mean, it'll be around for two arcs. Shut up. No, it won't. It'll just literally be two arcs because there's literally only two arcs left. No, they'll, they didn't they'll, do. they'll redo the series and give it the Why justice. Why would they redo the series? Why'd they redo Shaman King? Why'd they redo Shaman King? Because that series finished. And it's been a decade since anyone said anything about it. There was no point for it to come back. Yes, there was. No, it's Shaman King. Who gives a fuck? Shaman King's mid. Because it's Shaman King, man. It was a staple of the 2000s. No, if if Hitman Reborn does come back, I do think it's going to start from the beginning, personally. I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to just hard streamline the Daily Life arc, maybe 10 episodes of it, if that. You know, just basically get interested. Because anytime I, anytime I recommend Hitman Reborn to people, whether it's manga or anime, I be, like for manga, I feel like the Daily Life arc is a lot more manageable because there's interesting aspects about it that was cut from the anime, like Yamoto wanting to kill himself. Uh, that was cut from the anime. And, you know, stuff like that is pretty interesting. But, like, once you get introduced to, like, X characters, like, you're good. Go ahead and skip to the whatever. <laughs> like, that's what you can do. But I feel like if they, if they, I feel like they would restart it from scratch. I really do. Because, like, the, the future arc is so good. But, oh, my God, it's so bad in the anime. <laughs> like, that future arc is so bad, bro. When you have literal, literal like 10 minute recaps every episode and it's the same recap where every episode starts with Suna waking up out of the coffin it's just like oh my god it makes like you get like maybe eight minutes of new stuff in episodes sometimes in that future arc that future arc is bad in the anime so i feel like they would start from scratch i don't know with the fact that 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 twitter popped up uh that twitter account for um hitman reborn i told you about this no i uh, did not i thought i did i know I, I know i told john i thought i told you but no, that, that that's where I'm steaming. That's where all this is coming from. Like me pitching this is that there was a, a new Twitter account that was started literally just like in February for Hitman Reborn. Uh, and let me, let me pull it up real quick um, just to give you like an idea. Momento, we're going off topic again. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what happens, man. Hey, it's conversation at the end of the day, right? All right, let me let me pull this up. Uh, let's see, Hitman Reborn. I don't remember what it's called. Um, let's see, is that it? That is not it. All right, hold on. I'm going to find it. I got this. Up, oh, found it. Uh, okay. So my phone doesn't want to translate it, but what the translation was was like all Hitman Reborn anime-related like information or like product information or whatever. So there's hope, okay? There's hope. that there, Hope exists because this was just made. Shut up, phone. Um this was just made this year, 
Okay, and they've been posting pretty regularly about different things involving like uh, merchandise and the anime and stuff like that. Okay, and keep in mind the anime is up for grabs. No one owns it anymore since that studio is you know rip. So no one actually has rights for that series. So I'm gonna hold on to hope. Okay, if if Shaman King get its return, so can Hitman Reborn. Damn it. Who would you want to reanimate Hitman Reborn? You know, Josh asked me that as well because he uh, he made a joke. How would I feel if um, who's that studio that I got a beef with because of Seven Deadly? Oh, I don't know. I didn't care enough to remember them. God, what's the name? What Dean the- Studio Dean. Okay, like yeah, because he's like, "What? Well, how would you feel if Studio Dean did it?" I'm just like, well. I'd probably be pretty upset, but at the same time, I'd be happy just to get the series back and with the potential of seeing those last two arcs animated because those last two arcs is the best arcs in the series. Um, so, I, honestly, I don't care who would do it. I mean, obviously, you naturally want to say one of the big dogs, right? Like, that'd be super cool. Um, but this, I, I don't care. As long as, it looks, as long as it looks dope, like, I'm cool with it. Like, it's all I ask for is that it looks dope and we have better fucking pacing because the pacing was horrendous in the anime. Horrendous. So much better than the manga. But anyway, we did get really off topic. All righty. That's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know where to go from there, honestly. Uh, well, did we have anything else on the Webtoon manga stuff? Because I feel like we hit a lot of the points. Because, yeah. like, I, I, again, I feel like this episode, it's, uh, you know, Webtoon versus manga. But I feel like it's more so just like, hey, this is why manga, this is why, uh, well, this is why Webtoon is better. <laughs> is what I, I mean, it sort of has. Yeah, yeah, Just because... It just has more freedom. That's we, the main one. We line. are trying to push Webtoon here, people. If you yeah. haven't read a Webtoon, should go read a Webtoon. <laughs> and keep in mind, we're pushing Webtoon here, and th- and I'm sitting here hammering all these points home for Webtoon for why it's so much better. And I only actively read eight Webtoons a week compared to, like, I read almost 30 manga series a week. Like, I'm very heavily more of a manga guy. And I'm sitting here telling you, like, hey, Webtoon has all these dope-ass aspects about it that you need to go read and read and check out. I know some people's also going to bitch, you got to pay for it. Oh, my God, shut up. I mean, if you don't want to pay for it, just wait extra weeks. Yeah, that's all you got to do is just, you don't want to wait. Well, it fucking sucks to be you, then, I guess. (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) It'll it'll be okay. But, I mean, manga still definitely has its appeal. Just, like... If you don't, if you just want to do the escapism thing and not really have some subjects mentioned or whatnot, hey, hit up manga. They'll give you that escapism. There's going to be tons of heroes beating up bad guys and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, manga definitely is going to stay where it is for years to come. Yeah. That and it's going to continue not, to grow. That medium's not going to disappear at all. Yeah, no, for sure. And and when it comes to Webtoon, like, all we can try to do now is just try to further push Webtoon so it can continue to grow. So maybe some of these series can maybe get animes as well. Because, I mean, like, it just, it just, it just doesn't happen. They don't go hand in hand, man. Like, Tower of God, God of High School, uh, Noblesse. Like, that's all the top of my head. Like, what else has actually gotten an anime? Like, Soul Leveling is set to get a live-action show, which still very much upsets me that it's getting live-action I mean, the thing with Webtoon, because it is a Korean-based medium, it's more in line with getting a Korean drama. Yeah, it is. Because that's far bigger in Korea than animation. True, true. Um, you know, but, you know, hey, maybe, maybe more stuff can get anime over time. You know, or, or, you know, whatever, you know, because there's a lot of series that I would love to see get animated. I would love to see an ordinary get animated. That'd be cool. I mean, that would be good. And I mean, one last thing I do want to pick on for things like that, where manga is very Eastern 
oriented in time in terms of aspects of the series and whatnot versus webtoon it has dealings and aspects from just different cultures there's been some western influences eastern few arab and uh, ones i've seen before as well that has harem sort of little things here and there and just different culture vibes giving each uh, series a very uniqueness to it whereas manga has that eastern aspects where Every now and again, we get a few that have Western influence, like My Hero and yeah, yeah. Um, a couple others. But a lot, it allows for a bit more variety in terms of just um, coloring, culture references, and things like that. Right. Bottom line, read both. But with manga, broaden your horizon. With webtoon, just go read one. That's yeah, the bottom line. Try it out. Yeah. Well, what, what's the harm? You know. Um, you got anything else, or should we, should we go ahead and wrap stuff up? I don't think I got really anything else. I don't either. So we'll hit the music. Uh, we'll make our way out of here, I suppose. All right. If you've watched the video up to this point, like, comment, subscribe, rate, uh, whatever your platform allows, it does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe button if you like what's going on. And if you actually want to know when anything's uploaded, you can hit the bell, and that'll notify you anytime the video goes up. Thank you. Do everything that he said and more, uh, such as sign up the website for free. We definitely appreciate that sign up. If you're feeling generous, you can do the $5 a month here, get early access to podcast episodes as well as some other extra perks. Um, so here in the next couple weeks, there could randomly be an episode with no video as we're trying to get over into the new pod room. Uh, it should just be probably one week for this show. So no big, no big deal. Hey, also shout out to the fact that we made it the whole episode with video and it didn't crash. Yeah. So that was cool. We were, I, we were kind of concerned about that before we actually started recording. There was, there were some crashing problems that we were facing. So shout out to that for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to tune in next week for whatever we're going to talk about. It probably won't be our anime review still. If I had to take a guess, if I had to take a guess, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it'll probably be another topic of some sort. I don't know what we'll pull from the hat. We'll see, figure out what we want to do. I'm enjoying these topics personally. I like this. This is a nice change of pace. Yeah, it is. Because it feels good to still do the show and just have a conversation. You know, So that's cool. Anyway, until next time, guys, have a good one. See you. Bye.